0: Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm the pastor of Release City Church, and this is our podcast. I'm super excited that you tuned in, and I really hope today's message encourages you, gives you a sense of hope, and inspires you to pursue all that God has created you to be. Now, let's jump right into today's message. Amen. Come on, somebody shout out back to the basics. Y'all remember, anybody remember D.C. Talk? Back back to the basics of the hip-hop scene. <laughs> That's so funny. I just, that just came to me just like that. Hey, 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 hey. You know, two, two, two of the greatest commandments... By the way, I'm so glad you're here today. Two of the greatest commandments in Scripture that we've, been ever, we've ever been given is to love God and to love others. So everything that... Everything, if somebody says, well, what's Release Church all about? We're about loving God and loving others, loving people. Amen? And um, just about everything in this Bible leads us, guides us, instructs us on how to do just that. How do I love God? I mean, if you think about it, yes, there's lots of stuff in here. But, but the, the two areas that, that are echoing throughout every story is loving God and loving other people. How to deal with other people. How to love people when you don't like people. <laughs> huh? The Bible commands us to love one another, but it doesn't say nothing about like. It doesn't. It doesn't. But how do you love somebody that, that, that just rubs you the wrong way? And the church said, oh, me. <laughs> okay, just where my honest Christian's at today. Everybody, Somebody say, back to the basics. Back to the basics, to the basics of the hip-hop scene. Just a lyric and a mic. No, just a mic and a lyric. I, I, I was looking for you, homie. I was looking for Chris Talent, my, my, my DC talk brother. I don't know. But anyway, um, I want to continue uh, today. I want to continue um, in our talk, uh, part two, on ditch the attitude, grab some gratitude. Ditch the attitude and grab some, some, uh, some gratitude. Probably one of the most basic functions in any relationship is, um, is how do we show gratitude? Like that's, that's what, that's relationship 101 is how do I show gratitude? Well, I think it's really hard to express gratitude to others if you don't even do that to your heavenly father. Okay. So, um, I think dad always would say things like that. You know, it's how you your relationship with God reflects your relationship with other people, okay? And so today we want to continue. Ditch the attitude. Grab. <clears throat> Grab some gratitude. So last week I started with this question, and I asked you to write it down um, in, in, in first person, asking yourself, but I want to ask it this way today. Over time, in your walk with Christ, are you becoming more, over time, since you've been a Christian, are you becoming a more grateful person or are you becoming more of a grumbler in your walk? See, it's real hard to talk about and put attention on, on <clears throat> being grateful and being gratitude and, and, and uh, expressing gratitude. And gratefulness, if we won't talk about the elephant in the room and the very thing that keeps us from becoming grateful, and, and it is this, grumbling and complaining, fault-finding. So we got to talk about those things because they're an issue. They are the things that are robbing you and I from the ability of expressing gratitude. It's the top three, complaining, grumbling, and fault-finding. How many remember the story of the children of Israelites, uh, the children of God, when they they went out and they were headed to the promised land? It was supposed to be an 11-day journey, and the Bible tells us that it took them 40 years to do it. Why? Because they were grumbling and complaining. I wonder if some of the places that we find ourselves in life, if we are stuck there because we have a grumbling and a complaining mindset. Because we lack the ability to show gratitude for where we are, what we have, and what God is doing in our life now. Yeah, but he promised me that, but are you grateful for where he has you now? And for us in this room, it's got to be more than just showing gratitude when everything's going right for us. We're believers. We're Christians. We should be able to express gratitude when things aren't going the way that we felt they should have. When we don't have the marriage that we thought we would have, the picket fence, the white house uh, with, the, with the cattle or the barn, whatever your picture is, if you don't have that, how come we're not grateful because we're complaining about what we have? Where's all my married people at? spouses. How many ladies in here, you remember praying for that godly man? God, I'm praying for this is before you met him, but I'm praying and believing for this godly man. And then once you get the godly man, now you're grumbling and complaining because he can't pick up his nasty, dirty socks off the floor. Come on, somebody. Grateful, huh? How about all the parents? Parents got kids driving me crazy, right? You prayed, man, just give us a health. We probably all prayed. We wouldn't even get specific. We just prayed, prayed prayers like just may they be healthy. May they have everything functioning like it's supposed to, right? But then you move along 13 years later, <laughs> and they're 13 years old, and they know everything. Where's my mom and dad's on that one? Like they know, they know it all, right? And now we're no longer grateful for the thing that we prayed for. We've been believing for this property. Are we going to get to? I mean, just because we get hit a roadblock and and we haven't, but I'm saying there. I told, I told, I told our leadership team. I'm just, I'm expecting. I'm not expecting it to all go smooth. Where's your faith, brother? No, it's common sense. Because any time you do something that is going to attack the kingdom of darkness, you should expect resistance and opposition. Same is true in your marriage. If you come here and you're trying to develop and you're trying to learn how to love God more and love people more, love your spouse more, love each other more, because a lot of times we can't even get along in the church, church, and, and we come in here and you do that and then expect the enemy. He ain't even going to wait till Monday morning. I, I'm so thankful. I'm grateful, man. I'm, I'm hugging the... I was at the throne, but it wasn't the one y'all thought of. It was the other one. And I was there, and, and my wife and Amy came in. And was like, baby, can I do anything for you? And I'm like, no, but I'm so sorry that I woke you up. Uh. So she went to the store and, and got some, some items for me to help settle this down. I know y'all are thinking it's settled down. It's not right now. It's a volcano. I can feel it moving. Okay? But... But, but what I'm trying to say is expect the enemy to attack. Don't be naive and don't be deceived. You have an enemy and he is out to kill you, not give you a headache. Can I get some regular water, bottled water? Just regular. I had the bubbly kind back there, but I didn't need that. <laughs> I'm not trying to draw attention to it, I, but I'm just telling you, man, sometimes you just show up, just show up, and it's not me, it's not him, it's just, I, I just, yep, that's all I needed, and, and, and it's, it's, it's God, right? It's him. You don't need a word from me, you need a word from God today, and I think he drew you here to get that word from God. So we got to learn to be, we got to learn to be grateful when things are going good and when things are not going so good, Amen? And the reason, uh, somebody said, but that's so hard. But listen, listen, church. The reason that we can be grateful in the midst of our mess is because we still have a hope. We still have a hope. And we know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, there is nothing too big that, and, and messed up that our God can't fix. It's not easy. But listen, we don't have to wait till he fixes it. Matter, matter of fact... According to scripture, we should not be waiting till he fixes it to give him praise. We're supposed to be exalting him in the midst of our mess, in the midst of chaos, when we can't even see the, how to take the next step. It's not easy, but how do we do it? This is how we do it. If you're taking notes, write this down. Find an area, find something else in your life that is working. Okay. Find an area in your, in, in your life where things are lining up and focus on that. But that's not what we do. We focus on the broken coffee pot. I'm just talking about my life. The, the messed up car. The, I mean, what is it for you? We focus on that. Don't fo- Find something in your life that is going right and focus on that. And tell the enemy to take that magnifying glass off of the issue because that's all he's doing is he magnify. This is your mess, right? Just mag, that mag, No, get gone. Get gone. Find an area. Find something with your spouse that they're doing right <laughs> instead of fault-finding all the things they're not doing right. Come on. I knew the married people weren't going to shout me down amen right there. Find something in your job that you can endure. Because how many knows, man, it's, it's, it's just too much and I'm just, I just can't endure. No, find something that you can. i tell you what you can do. You can show up with a smile. Amen. But I don't want to. Well, there's your problem. I don't want to. You think Jesus wanted to crawl up on that cross for you? It's raining. Father, it's raining. Can we just wait till another day? so so often we want all of the the um the the the, the, the ah, I got to be careful with my vocabulary we want we want all the stuff to be just right Amen. then we will all the components brought together when the stars align then I'll know they're the one Amen. let me tell you something after you say I do the stars go start going crazy Amen. <laughs> Listen, there's always something in our lives that we can be grateful for. Always something in our lives. Do this right here. Go. You feel that? That's God. You you felt that? That's a gift. No, no, no. That was already in the air. You know who put that in the air? Every breath you breathe is a gift. Listen, ingratitude you write this down. Ingratitude is a thief. Ingratitude will rob you of experiencing the joy of a blessing that you now have, that you already have. Let me say it again. Ingratitude will rob you of joy that you should be having with the with the miracle that He has placed in front of you, right where you stand. But no, 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 no. I want that's good, God, thank you. But I'm going after this. I think learning to live from a place of gratitude can help us to level out. If we'll learn to, 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 to live life from a place of gratitude, it will help us to level out all the ups and downs of life. Because when life goes like this, we get ungrateful, right? I, I don't want to be thankful for that moment, that hiccup in my life. But if we'll learn the art of, of gratitude, actually, let me rephrase that. If we'll learn the commandment, you're commanded, in Scripture to rejoice. Let's go there. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. This will not be on the screen today. And I'll read from the New King James Version. I actually read this last week, but it's kind of our key verse, so I want to go there again today. It says this First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says this, rejoice always. Everybody say sometimes. <laughs> always. Pray without ceasing in everything, give everything, in everything. you You know what encompasses everything good and bad? Everything. His faults, her faults, their faults, everything. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Somebody shout out, rejoice always. Always means always. Always. When life is good, rejoice. When life is not so good, rejoice. I must constantly keep my eyes focused on God and his goodness. It's when my eyes get off of God that I begin putting them on on, on all the other stuff that's not going good. The problem is your focus and your perspective. See, your focus is what are you focusing on. The perspective is, is understanding that hard times, bad things, according to Scripture, will happen. But my perspective is I'm not in it by myself. When my eyes are focused on God, I can't be distracted by what's happening around me or to me. Through the loss of my parents, Brittany and I, our eyes have been focused on, focused on God. Because we could all just lay up in the bed and just be like, poor pitiful us. But there's a mission, and I'm committed to it. Amen? How about you? Are you committed to the mission on your life? So rejoice always. I'm just gonna pick this apart and then pray without ceasing. Man, keep praying. Keep praying, keep praying. And when, when the answer comes, keep praying. We lo- Your prayer life is real good when everything's going topsy turvy. But what happens when, when things, man? When, it, when it's good, God, I thank, that's the moment to be grateful. God, I thank you for this. And God, I, 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 my perspective is I recognize that this is happening to me, but God, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you're moving every mountain out of my way. God, you're putting those things behind me. Yes, hallelujah. Amen. And in everything, give thanks. James 1, 2 says this, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind, how many of y'all can label it? Y'all got troubles? Anybody got troubles? I got troubles, troubles. Anybody else prioritize your troubles? Listen, it it says, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind, any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Sitting on the side of the road. Thank you, God. For you know that when your faith is tested, everybody say test. Test. When your faith is tested, that's, by the way, that's, that's what he's after. He, the enemy's not even after you. He's after what's inside of you. He's after your faith. That's why he's trying to get you to, 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 to hit the default button. That's why he's trying to get you to look beyond faith and see issues. It says when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So what happens when a test comes? That's an opportunity for you to grow. Or you can fail the test and show up again the next day for the exact same one. I choose to get it right the first time. It says, so let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete. Oh, my gosh, this just hit me. And complete, needing nothing. It says, so let it grow when your endurance is fully developed. Everybody say fully developed. developed. Then you will be perfect. So guess what? You're not going to be perfect on this side of eternity. So guess what? Guess what? Guess what's gonna be happening in our lives? We're gonna be constantly being developed. Always we're gonna be developed. See? By a show of hands. How many of you desire to grow stronger and deeper? Stronger and deeper. That's why we're here. That's what. We're... stronger and deeper in your faith and walk with God. You know what happens? You know what must happen? Tests. For you go deeper, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta pass the test. The Bible calls it a testing of Our faith. I'm just going to be honest. Tests aren't fun. I didn't like tests. I was a crammer. Anybody else a crammer? Anybody else study like two weeks before you knew the exam was coming? Got one. Anybody else? How many were looking for the person to sit next to that studied all all week? (laughs) Okay, there's the honest people. Some of y'all. Some of y'all. Listen, tests are not fun. And growth hurts. hurts. But count it all joy. So last week, I told you that I wanted to give you three observations, and we only got to the first one because the Holy Spirit had more that he wanted to pull out of this, uh, and I'm so grateful that he did. Um, and so I, I made three observations um, about gratitude. The first one, if you wrote it down, and if you weren't here, I'm give it to you again. Gratitude is not intended to be silent or invisible. Gratitude is, inten- is intended to be shown spoken, and intentionally specific. Amy Weber, thank you so much for coming to my rescue this morning. Tom, thank you so much for coming and serving. You're here two and a half hours before anybody ever hits the door as far as the congregation. You're here preparing. Thank you. I mean, I could go around the room, guys. It's called Gratitude. It's not hard. It's just recognizing somebody's gift, somebody's talent, and what they do, what they bring to the table. So gratitude is not intended to be silent or invisible. Number two, only got three, so we're halfway there. Gratitude (laughs) begins where your sense of entitlement ends. Gratitude will begin when you no longer feel entitled to it. The higher my sense of entitlement, the lower my sense of gratitude will be. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to those in the United States of America. We are probably one of the most entitled generation ever known to man right now. It's true. It's true. It's true. This one was heightened for me when the pandemic rolled. I can't even believe that we're two years past It seems like it was just yesterday. My sense of entitlement came when I could no longer go to a restaurant, one without a mask. I couldn't even go in, give the number of my party. I had to go, they would tell you, you got to go wait outside or in your car. You can't wait in the building. But I can come back and eat without my mask. I mean, I don't even want to get into all that. I I don't want to, but there was a sense of entitlement because for all of my life, Weber party of three, four, five, whatever it is, We wait right there, and and we're seated. Anybody else felt frustration? May not have been at the restaurant. Could have been another thing. We actually dealt with it last night in Gainesville at a restaurant. We still playing that game. Then I remember what city we're in, in the county. Anyway. We'll edit that from the podcast. But it's true. Come on, guys. Come on, come on, come on. I just want to be real. I just want to be real. What bothers me? I don't mind rules, and I don't mind that stuff. That's all I'm going to say about it because I just felt like I stepped off a ledge. I'm going to say this right here. It's the inconsistency that bothers me. Okay, I'm moving along. You didn't hear her clear her throat, but I felt it. Okay, let me keep moving. I'll never forget. I'll tell you the story. This, this, just get me off that one. I'll never forget. One time I was in an airport and I was flying somewhere, and I was we were waiting for the for the flight. And this dude, um, he was a first class uh, participant because he was anyway. Nothing wrong with that. But um, he began to be agitated, like very loudly because apparently he lost or didn't have good service on his cell, cellular device we're talking about entitlement come on follow me and and he was letting everybody know that he should be he should have access to the score of the game but for whatever reason, I and mean, he's asking everybody, "You got, you got service?" No, bro, we ain't. None of us got service. We all on the same playing field. I may, sit, I may be sitting in the back and may get some peanuts, and I understand you're gonna get all the beverages and stuff up front that you want. But listen, we all in this. We all on the same playing field. He about lost his mind. He's going up to the desk. Can, can, can we put that on the screen? This game? listen, sir. It's not that serious. Yeah, but I'm a first class, I'm a diamond, platinum, club member, whatever. <laughs> Listen, we're talking about... Fit, can I, okay, talk about cell phones. Let me. Where's all those that are 30 and under? 30, 30 and under? 30 and under? Then the rest of y'all are going to know this. This is going to shock some of y'all. We used to have phones with cords attached to them. <laughs> And they just, and they, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that little flash cord that goes to yourself. No, no, no. These were curly cords. And, and when I lived at home uh, with my mom and my stepdad, I'll never forget the, the, the phone. The phone was in the kitchen. But we had one of them long cords. And, dude, I thought I was something. Because I'd go to a friend's house, and you had to stand right there to call home, hey, Mom, can I stay a little extra? But at my house, I could walk around the kitchen. I could walk around the other wall to go to the living room. I, th- I thought I was something. And you know what? You couldn't get a picture. You couldn't get a, te- a, a, a what? A text? You couldn't check the weather. And, baby, you couldn't check the score. What? 30 and under, we even had phones that they called a rotary phone. I know that's like, what? It had this round plastic thing with 10 holes in it. And, 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 and you hate it if your friend had a lot of zeros in their number. Because y'all know, because you... you and if your finger slipped out, you got to start all over. Hit that little thing and start all over. Listen. I'm talking about what being great. Man, I was grateful that we had phones. And then when we had the back phones, you couldn't tell me nothing. It had that antenna that goes up on the outside. I looked like I was fixing to blow uh, 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 the the bag for NASA, right, sitting in my car. And look at where we are today. And then we're going to get aggravated. I remember one time for the hurricane, I tried to get the number for CFEC. And I didn't have service because we were in the middle of a hurricane. I was beside myself. I'm like, well, how's this supposed to work? I'm trying to call somebody for help, but I ain't got no service. <laughs> See, I say all that to say it's happening right where we're living. We got to get grateful. If, 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 this, if gratitude is, is not a concern for you, great disappointment is in your future. Because we got we to gotta learn to get grateful. We're talking about losing our sense of entitlement and grabbing some gratitude. Even in our own home, after last week's message, I made sure different things, Amy and Ansley. Did anybody else? Did you you intentionally begin to express gratitude for people in your home? Maybe people? Remember what I I gave you the challenge to go to your boss and say, hey, thank you for investing in me? I know that was was weird, but thank you for investing in me. I just look for ways all the time throughout the community, wherever I was at. Thank you for your service. Thank you for what you do. You can feel entitled so fast without even, without even realizing it. So the goal for me, and, and I want to challenge you for the goal for you. How do I move my list of, in, my, my entitled list over to gift list? Recognizing that it's, it's, all, it's all a gift. Your job your spouse, your kids. But you don't know how you don't know the spouse that I live with. You don't know the you don't know who she lives with. So I'm talking from experience. How do we move that over? Matter of fact, how do we delete the the how do we delete that list and make recognize that everything everything is a gift? I woke up today not the way that I wanted to, but I woke up today. There's some people somewhere on planet Earth didn't wake up today. Could I have laid in the bed? I was trying. (laughs) So what is it for you? The danger, the danger in becoming or remaining ungrateful is that we focus on the gifts rather than the gift giver. See when you focus on the gift giver who is God father Jesus when you focus on then you, that's how you delete it tama that's, that's 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 how you delete it shift your focus focus on the giver this is going to be hard guys this is a hard one shaving off entitlement and shifting our focus this is hard it's hard because everything in society, every YouTube, every TikTok, every Instagram, every, everything, everything is pouring into focus on me. It's all about me, 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 me. Talk about me. Amen. All the things I have. For many of us, we feel entitled to the things that we have. Well, bless God, Pastor B, I work hard enough for it. I should. Who gave you that breath to go to work? Who put that talent inside of you? Who put that talent inside of you? See, our eyes got off the giver. And if we're not careful, we'll we'll start saying, I need more. I want more. Got to have more. I deserve more. This isn't good enough. It's dangerous, guys. Listen, the prototype for sin goes all the way back to the garden. Adam and Eve, remember? Adam and Eve. You can have all of this, all of it, all of this. You can eat from every tree. Except this one. Do you know the prototype for sin is that Adam and Eve thought that God was holding out on them. I mean, because the enemy said it, it's it's the knowledge, it's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And if you take it, then then he, you'll be as God, you'll be like God. What? Come on, I, I deserve. I mean, after all, I've named all these things, I've named all these animals, done all, all this stuff same is true for us we go to work we punch a time card some of us work many, 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 many hours right? don't don't get to a place where I'm entitled to that because I promise you God will just as fast show you (laughs) who gave it to you I tell this to people all the time and I've said this before and I'm going to say it again I remember back at our other church, Pastor B, one of our band members. Pastor B, I'm believing in this job. Will you pray with me? I need, I need this job. I've got to have it, whatever. Prayed for the job. Never saw that cat again in church. Gone. It wasn't long before that job ended. It matters that you make him a priority, it matters that you express gratitude It matters. Nudge your neighbor, tell them, say, it matters. In my own life, all the sin, listen, I don't know how else to be transparent, all the sin that I have in my own life, lust. Now, see, some of y'all right there, y'all start thinking I was talking about in the flesh, the body stuff. No, 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 no. You can lust after a car. You can lust after something somebody else has. You can lust after food. Maybe that was my problem last night. (laughs) I was lusting after food. Anger in my own life, how about you? Anybody deal with anger? Things don't go your way, you blow blow a gasket? Looking for something to put in a fuse box, new fuse, just blew it. Uh, The lack of forgiveness that you hold over people, all of it is a direct reflection of a heart that is expressing that something in this life is owed to me. The lust, the anger. I'm owed something. Listen, grateful people, this is number three. Number three. Grateful people can find a blessing or create a blessing in almost any situation. A grateful, grateful people can find a blessing or create a blessing. That means if it ain't there, you got enough Jesus in you. Come on, let's put this mind together and this mind together. I, I already told you, I've never built a church. I've never built anything but a, 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 a popsicle house in, on summer from the popsicle sticks. Amen. But I'm going to make sure that I surround myself with the right people. Come on. Hallelujah. And in order to do that, you've gotta, you've gotta, you've, you're basically acknowledging and you're saying, I'm grateful for the talent and the gifting that you have in your brain that I don't have. And I need that. He needs that. I know this is a little different. This message is, is, is different, but man, it, it's got to be real, man. If you, if you can't find anything else in your life to be grateful for, you don't have to look anywhere else but to a very good God. Regardless of what's going on in this world, come on, listen. This thing on. Regardless of what you're seeing on the news, regardless of what's going on with COVID, is it still there? Is it not there? What's going on? Apparently, it's still going on. Listen, at the end of the day, we have an amazing God who loves us and sent his son to die on the cross for our sins. No matter what you may be going through in this life, it doesn't change the fact that we worship a really good father. Psalms chapter 103, verses 1 through 5 in the NLT says this. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never, forever, ever, ever forget the good things he has done for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. See, tender, tender mercies. Sometimes you'll go up, roll up to the church house, and they're going to give you some mercy. Bam, bam, die. Ah, bad, bad boy. Psh, bad Christian. Psh, yep. You've messed up too much. Psh, sit right there. Amen. Tender, tender mercies. We will be a house of restoration. Amen. A place where we reach those, we restore those, Amen. and we release those with tender mercy. Yes. If you're looking for the fire and brimstone preacher. The one that's going to throw the book at you, the good book, I'm not him. I'm going to tell you the truth. And I'm, we got to get grateful. We got to get grateful. If we don't nail this, I'm talking to Release City. Those that are tuned in my podcast, it could be for you and your church, but I'm talking to these, this family right here. Where we're headed on that property and what God is going to do, we got to get an attitude of gratitude Now. Because when we walk in there and you start seeing things, like you're not going to see cockroaches in the, you know, I mean, the the stuff that goes on in this building when we're not here because we don't occupy it through the week, it's going to be real easy for us to feel entitled to that. Well, bless God, I wrote that check for that building and so I should have that seat. Y'all think I'm playing games. I should get to pick the carpet because my check dollars had this many zeros in it. Come on on now. That's called entitlement, 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 entitlement. And I hate it just as much as God does. Here's what you need to remember. Every morning when you wake up, Psalms 145.9, this is the day. We sang this at the beginning. We opened up the entire service. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. (laughs) <laughs> no matter what happens in this day, I will rejoice. I'm going to start rejoicing now before anything else can shift my way. And then if it does shift my weight, I'm still going to rejoice because God's going to see me through this. Yeah. <laughs> Psalms 107.1, write these down. I'm just going, I'm going super fast. First one is Psalms 145.9. This one is Psalms 107.1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Why? Because he is good for his mercy endures forever. Lamentations three twenty two and twenty three. I'm coming down to the. I'm coming down the. I'm coming down the home, home stretch. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Listen, yeah. Yeah. you think you've got it bad? <laughs> you should. You should wonder what happens if God actually took His hand off of your life. Amen, brother. Amen. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Because his compassion fails not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And if my voice was functioning, I'd go right off into that song right there. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning. New mercies. I don't deserve them, but I see them. I added that in there. I don't deserve them. For those that feel that you deserve them, that's because you have a spirit of entitlement. New mercies I see. All I have needed. I'm jumping. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Matthew 11, 28. Come to me. Somebody say, what do I do? What do I do, Pastor B, when life gets crazy? Here it is. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's why I came in this morning. Oh, I'm leaving. As soon as, I, as, soon as I'm done, I'm gone straight back to the bed. Not because I'm defeated, but I also understand that my body has... I understand, I understand the natural, and I also understand the supernatural, and both have to... You know what supernatural is? It's my natural mixed with his super. So, so what are you saying, B? What I'm saying is when you have a bad week, don't let that bad week keep you from being in the house of God. Did you hear me? Because he said, I will give you rest. In closing, Psalms 145.9. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all his creation. Think about it. He tells us not to worry about food, not to if he takes care of the birds of the air, that's a part of his creation. He says, "He showers compassion on all of his creation." When we begin to focus on the fact that our God has shown us so much compassion, we don't deserve it. We haven't earned it. But we understand that he's shown it to us. Yeah. We can start praying this way. God, open my eyes and allow me to see the good in my life. I want, I want you to write that down. I don't even know if you took notes at all today. I want you to write that down. That's how you're going to start your day off tomorrow saying, Rejoice, this is the day the Lord has made. By when you pray that prayer, God, open my eyes and allow me to see see the good in my life you don't you don't have a hard time finding the, the negative stuff the enemy will push all that stuff to the push all that stuff to the table and we just focus on it maybe we should start asking god See, so you got to get intentional that's part of it that was part of it it's supposed to be shown spoken and intention, be intentionally specific That's an intentionally specific prayer. God, open my eyes and allow me to see good, the good in my life. Help me to see the good in my spouse. Help me to see the good in my my kids. Help me to see the good in my job. Help me to see the good in my boss. Help me to see the good in my church. Help me to see the good in other churches. Help me to see the good in my life I'll leave you with this the more we focus on the greatness of God and everything he's given to us the greater our sense of gratitude will be the more we focus on the greatness of God and everything that he's given to us the greater our sense of gratitude will be father I thank you for your word this morning I thank you that it doesn't return void. And, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that the seed, the seed, everybody say the seed, the seed that has been planted in us today, Father, that we would take it serious. We would go home and we would water it. And, Father, we would open up your word and let the lamp shine on the seed. Let the light shine on the seed. So, Father, that we will focus on you and not everything going on around us. And help us, God. Help us to notice and see the goodness in our lives. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Amen. God bless you. Well, thanks again for tuning in. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. For more content from Release City, or just to stay connected with us, be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms at Release City Church or through our website at releasecitychurch.org. We love you. And until next time, the best (laughs) is yet to come.